This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology Annual Meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Dr. Robert Rifkin. Would you like to introduce yourself and your research interest? Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm Dr. Rob Rifkin, medical oncologist at Rocky Mountain Cancer Centers in Denver, Colorado. Um, we're now part of the Sarah Cannon Research Institute, and we're going to present a poster here that we hope will be a practice changer in terms of administering bispecific antibodies to multiple myeloma patients. Definitely, and thank you again for being here, and we're excited to talk to you about this, um, your abstract and your study. So uh, could you give us an overview of OPTIC and what it sought to study? So OPTIC will be very interesting because with the advent of bispecific antibodies, there are two really large toxicities that everybody sees, the cytokine release and then the neuro toxicities. But in addition, with the particular bispecific we're studying, teclistimab, there's a well-known increased incidence of infections. And so what we hope to do with this study, which is now in progress, is to take patients treating them on label, fourth-line myeloma therapy, with the idea of coming up with strategies to decrease cytokine release and to manage infections. So in particular, what will make us a little bit unique is that we're going to strike preemptively, if you will, by giving a dose of prophylactic tocilizumab to turn down the cytokine release, and then teclistimab according to the label. Um, in addition, as I alluded to, infections are a well-known issue, and so part of the secondary endpoints of the study will be to study the infections and also to institute therapy with intravenous immunoglobulin to try and decrease, if not prevent, infections. Speaking of the uniqueness of this study, um, could you tell me what, how uh, teclistimab is unique to the rapidly evolving treatment landscape of multiple myeloma? So multiple myeloma, every year at ASH, there's five new things, I guess. Um, but really what's happening now is we know it's an incurable disease. And many years ago, we had novel agents. And now we really have novel therapies, and the newest ones on the block are certainly CAR T-cells that you'll hear a lot about with the BCMA construct and others. In addition, there's a whole host of bispecific antibodies. And the trick for both of them, if you will, is anticipating the toxicities and appropriately managing them. And in addition, it may prove important to see what sequence they're given in, but we're just very early on in that process. So even in this study, which seems brain dead simple, we need to answer the real question about the CRS. Can we mitigate it and keep people out of the hospital? Because as you know, um, hospital beds are in short supply. Training people properly to manage cytokine release is an endeavor and there's a lot of turnover, as you know, in the hospital system. So it's a huge lift to do all of that, but if we can keep it outside of the hospital and make sure that people don't have to go in for CRS, 
infections and other things. That'll be a huge practice changer and make us efficiently utilize our resources. Incredible, yeah. And I know you began to touch a bit on how this trial is unique as well, but I wanted to ask you if you wanted to go into a little bit more detail about how this trial in specific is important to further evolving the treatment landscape of multiple myeloma. So I think this, the main importance, this is largely a safety study, as we've alluded to, and the idea is to keep people out of hospitals because, as we know right now, everybody is overburdened. Frequently, when patients go to a hospital, they get stuck in the ER and we can't even find them a bed. And that's the place where you really don't want people with cytokine release syndrome and other complications. So the idea is to actively try to prevent hospitalization in a proactive way instead of a reflexive way. And reflexive is if you get a toxicity, you know, then you go to the hospital, which may or may not be well prepared to receive somebody with CRS. So the whole idea is really to change the practice and shift these very effective therapies to the outpatient setting. Are there any limitations in the study that you're experiencing that you would like to that you're looking forward to maybe um, addressing in a future maybe phase three trial? So I don't know that these will ever go to phase three because they're so effective, but I think the important issues here are really to tone down the complications, if you will. Um, We're still working out final dosing and intervals, but importantly in this study we'll be doing extensive PKPD to make sure that our preemptive intervention with tocilizumab doesn't in any way impair the efficacy of teclistimab and will be, I'm sure, one of the first groups to study that in detail. Awesome. Well, we're so excited to hear more about it in the future, and thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Rifkin. Thank you very much.